and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. I don't know how many of you remember the Andy Griffith show, but it was one of the most popular shows on television during the 1960s. And it featured Andy Griffith playing this sheriff, Sheriff Andy Taylor, in the small town of Mayberry. The show had a great cast, including Ron Howard, who played the son of the widowed Andy Taylor. And the breakout star in that show played Andy's deputy, Barney Fife. Of course, that is Don Knotts, who went on to a somewhat successful movie career. Now, I know a lot of people look back and say, you know, a comedy from 1960s, that's hardly worth watching. But TV Guide regularly has placed The Andy Griffith Show in the top 15 shows of all time. In its eight-season run, it never placed lower than seventh in the Nielsen ratings, and it ended its last season in 1968 as the number one show on television. Only two other shows have ever done that, The Lucy Show in 1957 and Seinfeld in 1998. The town of Mayberry consisted of approximately 5,000 people and was located in rural North Carolina. The strong appeal of the show was based upon the southern charm and rural wisdom of Sheriff Taylor. He never carried a gun. In fact, Deputy Fife rarely carried a gun, and when he did, he was only allowed to have one bullet that must be kept in his pocket unless there was an emergency. So there were no great gunfights. There were no screaming car chases throughout the town. It was just a place where, for the most part, everybody got along. And when they didn't, Sheriff Andy Taylor was there. He would come in and he would talk to people and settle them down, which he often had to do with his deputy. Although references to God were rarely spoken out loud on the show, there was always the very clear evidence that Andy and most of the people in the community were living their lives according to the biblical principles. And the evidence of that was almost always seen in how Andy solved issues and the problems that people were having. He was always fair and always very caring. He was also a single father. I don't think it was ever revealed how his wife had passed away, but he was now a single dad, with his son Opie. In an episode that aired on November the 13th, 1961, Opie was outside playing when he met up with a a rather likable drifter who was passing through Mayberry. This drifter began to have some influence on Opie that was not very good. He began to teach Opie the art of the con, how to swindle people, how to get something for nothing, how to make things suddenly disappear from shelves and stores. At one point, Andy confronted this drifter, telling him that Opie should not be learning those kinds of things. The response from the hobo was that Opie should decide for himself how he wanted to live. If he wanted to do what the old man was teaching him, why stop him? After all, he was a six-year-old growing boy who had every right to make the decisions that he felt were the right ones for him. And here's how Andy responded. He said, No, I'm afraid it don't work that way. You can't let a youngin decide for himself. He'll grab at the first flashy thing with shiny ribbons on it, and then when he finds out there's a hook in it too, it's too late. Wrong ideas come packaged with so much glitter that it's hard to convince them that other things might be better in the long run. All a parent can do is say, wait, and trust me, and try to keep temptation away. Proverbs 22 and verse 6 tells us that we should train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. That's what Andy was trying to say to the drifter. And he was not going to relinquish the responsibility of raising his son the right way, showing him and telling him what's right and what's wrong. 
helping him to develop the moral character that Andy knew was important for his son. We seem to have lost a lot of that today. We're basically told again and again that children need to make their own choices. Even schools now are starting to tell us that parents have no right in what their children are being taught or how they're being taught. In many places now, it's completely up to the government and up to the teachers to decide what kind of values, what kind of things that are important are being taught to children in school. No longer are they wanting parents to get involved in instructing their own children. Unless the schools are teaching biblical principles, this approach will only lead to destruction. The destruction of the children's lives, the destruction of the family, and the destruction of the Word of God that should be being planted in them. We need to teach our children, to train them up in the way that they should go, so that when they get old, they will not get that truth pushed out of them, but they will hang on to it and grow up to become young men and women of character, of strength. Those old values are not bad values. They are very good values, and we need to continue working with them today. Love your kids, train them up, show them truth, and help them become the men and women they need to be. Have a great day, my friends. We will talk again tomorrow. listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mac.